Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Wherever and whenever you are in the world, thanks for tuning in and listening to the 26th edition of the Scottish Field Podcast, released on Wednesday, November the 3rd, 2021. Thanks for joining us today. My name's Kenny Smith and I'm still the web editor of Scottish Field. And over the next 20 minutes or so, we're going to bring you a preview of one of the features in the next issue of the magazine, which is out this week, as well as a chat with author Damien Barr, who's also the host of the Big Scottish Book Club. Every month, Scottish Field brings you the best of all things Scottish. Heritage, interiors, antiques, gardens, wildlife, motoring, whisky and country news as well as interviews with famous Scots names. Our December issue will be appearing in shops any day now, and one of the features in it is a look at Dr David Livingston, the famous Scots explorer. This month marks 150 years since four of the most famous words ever uttered between two people are reputed to have been said. Dr Livingston, I presume. It was on November the 10th, 1871, when Scots explorer Livingston, who had been missing in the deepest depths of Africa for six years, met New York Herald journalist Henry Morton Stanley, who, according to legend, greeted the Scotsman with the now legendary phrase. The encounter took place in the town of Ujiji in western Tanzania on the shores of Lake Tanganyika, but an encounter in Africa was a far cry from the explorer's origins. David Livingston, the second of seven children, was born on the 19th of March 1813 in a one-room tenement in Shuttle Row, Blantyre, in South Lanarkshire. For this feature, I headed to the David Livingston Birthplace Museum, which recently reopened after a lengthy £9.1 million revamp. There, I had a chat with Grant McKenzie, Interim Director of David Livingston Birthplace, who shared with me how the centre had been revamped into a modern, objective visitor destination which takes a neutral look at the Explorer. We'll be joined by Grant in an upcoming episode of the podcast. You can read this feature and much, much more in the latest Scottish Field, price £4.75. To find out more about how to subscribe, just visit www.scottishfield.co.uk forward slash subscriptions. Now, a fixture in my house on Sunday nights, or at least it is, for the next seven weeks is the Big Scottish Book Club, which is hosted by author Damien Barr, the writer of Maggie and Me. Each week, he's joined by three guests to discuss their work in themed episodes. I recently attended the recording of one episode in Trune about biography, featuring the legend Miriam Margulies, who appears on Graham Norton this week. It was a fascinating night, which also featured Scott's macker Jackie Kay, and for me, it's a must-watch series for anyone who's interested in books. And here we speak with Damien, who was actually our first guest back in episode one of the podcast when we were talking about BBC Scotland's Shelf Isolation series. I am Damien Barr and I'm the host of the Big Scottish Book Club. Damien, welcome back to the Scottish Field podcast. You have the honour of being our first ever returning guest. (laughs) And that is a significant honour. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me back. It was... Rather fantastic to see you last week in person at the recording. So, a new series of the Big Scottish Book Club. That must have been a real delight for you to get back to a wee bit of normality. Yeah, I mean, Series 3, so the crew worked really hard to make Series 2 happen during full lockdown to make it safe and make it stylish and they did a really good job. And our guests had a good time and we did too. And it was just a shame that we couldn't have audiences there while we were recording. 
and having audiences back in Troon and in Motherwell was a delight, particularly as my mum was there in Motherwell, obviously that was a real highlight for me and everybody watching. But uh, no, it was it was brilliant to, to have audiences back and to be there for a, a third series. You must be delighted with the way that the show has been received universally. It's amazing now to think that, you know, when we started, there wasn't another book show on TV, on, on any channel, and now I think there are four. And I just think, you know, the more book shows there are for, you know, for, for everybody, the more folk are reading them. And it just shows you how many people are engaged with books and with stories. And, you know, it's not an elitist pastime. It's not a minority pastime. Our public libraries are you know, thriving, they've digital offerings during lockdown, and that's despite, you know, government cutbacks and, and pressure on the sector. So festivals are thriving, podcasts are thriving, independent bookshops are opening in Scotland, not closing. So I just think that Big Scottish Book Club is both a reflection of that and hopefully part of the energy behind that. I suppose that when you know you've got a new run coming up, You've got to bookmark, as it were, quite a fair bit of time so you can read as much of these authors as possible. Yeah. yeah. We have three authors and a poet um, on each show. So, and we have eight shows. So that's 24 full books plus quite a lot of poems as well. And of course, that's the books that make it to the show. There are a lot of books that we consider that we that don't make it to the show because you know somebody might not be available or you know there's a clash or, or whatever else. So you know it's a lot of reading. There's a crate of books by my desk just now, which is Big Scottish Book Club Series 3. It's quite heavy, it's a workout. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's it is a lot of reading. It's months of reading, you know, it's months of reading. I don't know how fast you are, but you know, I'm quite fast, but it's, it's a couple of days a book, so it's, it's months of reading and it's months of working out what's coming out, you know, and each show we do has a theme. So the first one is location, location. It's about places that are so significant, they become characters. So we've got Sarah Perry talking about Essex with her non-fiction book, Essex Girls. We've got the, the mighty James Robertson talking about his fictional Glenn, Glenn Connor and Angus in News of the Dead. And we've got Louise Welsh with the world premiere of The Second Cup, which is the sequel to The Cutting Room, which is just like Glasgow, which you've never seen it before. A lot of sex, a lot of murder, a lot of intrigue. Um, and then Mara Menzies, with, you know, who's the spoken word performer who was so moving that I just cried. Like she starts singing at the end of this poem and I was just sitting there greeting. So, you know, getting folk to fit a theme and really bringing out the most in that theme takes a lot of thinking and it's a big team effort, you know, Kirsty Milner from the Salon and from the Stella Media and Pauline Watt and Carl and Wallace and, and, and Mark Downey at IWC and all the folk at BBC Scotland. You know, it doesn't just happen. It's a lot of, a lot of thinking and talking and reading. So we'll keep the biography episode for a wee bit later. But can you tell us mm. about some of the other shows and some of the other guests that you've got coming up? Well, that's the first show. That's Location, Location. I think the second show is History. And there's so much discussion just now about empire, finally, statues, this ludicrous idea that history is somehow being rewritten, which it has been forever and always will be. You know, it's not a static or a constant. So we've got Professor Susanna Lipscomb on that show, who a lot of people will have seen on telly. I mean, she's just written, edited a collection with Helen Carr called What is History Now? 
just those big questions about what history is, what it's for, who writes it, who's left out of it. And then alongside her, we've got Denise Mina, who's written this fantastic, short, terrifying, horrifying book called Rezio, about the murder of Mary, Queen of Scots, his secretary and friend, um, which she writes almost as a sort of true crime novel. Very short. And then Hannah Lavery, who is um, the new maker for Edinburgh and who, who wrote The Lament for Shekubayo, which is just this, this play that anybody can watch online about the death and custody of a black man in Scotland and what happened afterwards and what should have happened and what didn't happen. So that's the show about history. But yeah, I mean, at every single show, every single guest, there's a moment where I'm just sort of sitting there because I never know where the conversation is going to go. And, you know, I, I don't want to describe that. I just want to sit and listen and see what happens. So, yeah, we've got amazing folk. Bobby Gillespie um, is, is one of our one of our guests with his memoir, Tenement Kid, talking about his, not just his experiences in the music industry, but his journey as a working class Glaswegian man to becoming, you know, this fantastic world famous rock star really but it's really a story about a boy finding his voice which is charming Dan McGarvey and I had a really good chat in Motherwell about class and poverty his new book so yeah there's just no shortage of brilliant guests I mean we got to the end of the run and I was absolutely knackered and then I was thinking I immediately want to do more and there are all these other people that I want to have on and hopefully we'll get a chance to do it again. Talking of not knowing where the conversation is going to go Miriam Margulies, what a woman. That's just one of the best nights out I've had in years. Just whenever you see her in Graham Norton, you know yeah. that she's going to be slightly naughty. That must have been slightly, just at the back of your mind, just a wee bit, oh, oh. But at the same time, I cannot wait. <laughs> I think you can't have Miriam Margulies in your life uh, and not expect, you know, her to be Miriam Margulies. She's incredible. And, and yeah, I'm not sure how much of that conversation that you saw is going to make the final show. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the people who were in tune got a different show than the one that we'll see, I think. <laughs> but I think what was interesting for me and what I really wanted to happen was to give her a chance to talk about stuff she doesn't normally get a chance to talk about, which is her family. You know, her, that incredible story of her dad and her grandfather and, you know, her Scottishness, you know, that was not her first time in tune. She was delighted, genuinely delighted to be back in tune. And so, you know, to talk about her Scottishness, her Jewishness and her queerness and the intersection of all those things and how they they are the foundation of her fabulousness. And yeah, so I think people will get to see a different side to Mary Margulies in that interview. I mean, I definitely did. And I think the people in the audience did. So, yeah, I didn't expect her to cry, did you? No, definitely not. I was genuinely quite taken aback by... Just, just, you know, it's the side of her that you don't normally hear her talking about. Normally you get these outrageous, yeah. wonderful stories. But then just, you know, the personal stuff, particularly, as you say, about her father and her, yeah. her grandfather having, you know, just the ring to get her dad oh, out. Oh, it's, just, it's a, it's, it's a yeah. magical story. And I had a long chat with her afterwards about that. But I think the other thing is, you know, Miriam's on there with a new book. We also had Jackie Kay in the same episode, whose memoir had been out for 10 years. And I wanted to talk to her about her life since. And I think that's something that we can do on Book Club, you know, the other places, maybe with a shorter run, don't get the chance to do. But talking to her about what's changed in her life and her family and that story about, you know, what happened to her at her birth mother's funeral was just unbelievable. And it's really important to, you know, I think having a theme enables us to have those conversations that are maybe a bit more wide ranging, a bit more deep in that sense 
you know, they're not there to flog something. They're there to open up and have an exchange. And that feels really special and different to me. Absolutely. Just when you mentioned Jackie there, that story about... Oh, God, her, she's amazing. What, I mean, what her answer was unbelievable. Oh, my God. The gasps in the audience as well were like... I think everybody just wanted to give her a bit of cuddle at that point. Definitely. We did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, <bet it> does. <laughs> yeah. I would imagine that you've got a wish list for people who you haven't had on yet. Who would you like to have in the future? Really good question. I mean, I'd love to get Dolly Parton on talking about, you know, we've had, because we've had playwrights, we've had poets, and obviously she's a songwriter, and, and I would love to get her on talking about, you know, songs or stories and all the work she's done with her Imagination Library, which is now in Scotland as well. So I'd love to have her on, obviously. Any excuse to talk to Dolly would be amazing. <laughs> Who else would I like to have on? I'm trying to think of the people that we were going after madly to try and get to come on this show. Lovely Armistead Maupin wanted to do it but couldn't, which was a shame um, because he he was busy finishing a new Tales of the City book. Um, so that we, we, but we'd love to have him on. So Armistead, if you're listening, sort it out, get on the show. We need to, we we want you on the sofa. We we had tried very hard to get Alistair Gray, and sadly he died. Um, it's a great regret to me that, I, that I'll never, I've never had a conversation with him and I, I really very much wanted to sit down with him and talk. Same applies to Agnes Owens, also deceased, who was just a little known but fantastic Scottish writer. So, so yeah, the, the, there's no shortage of people that we'd love to have on the show. And of course, no shortage of people that we'd love to have back. Uh, we have returning guests this series for the first time. So we've got Val McDermott and Denise Mina and Ian Rankin all returning to the show have either been on series one or series two, all with new books, of course. But that's one of the great things that you can do. I mean, the, the crime writers turn it around. So, we, you know, we were, we're lucky enough to have the best in the world in Scotland. And so we get to have them back, which is nice. But of course, Val's not talking about crime. She's talking about short stories, which she's brilliant on. So she's got a good collection of called Christmas is Murder, which is perfect for anybody who's ever wanted to you know, carve up the turkey and then do their relatives at Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> I think we all have those Christmases. Danny. Yeah, no, of course we do. So what about your own work? How are you getting on? What's keeping you busy at the moment? Oh my God, are you kidding? I've only just, I've only just stopped this. I am going, I'm going away to Gladstone's Library, which is this amazing residential library in Wales where you can go and write and they take care of you. So I'm going there to work on some writing. Is that vague enough for you? Yeah, I don't want my agent to hear don't want my agent to hear this and then be like, right, where's where's that? Where's that work? So I'm I'm working on a couple of different new books at the same time. And uh, book club is like the most enriching experience and makes you want to go off and do your own writing straight away. So I'm, I'm doing that. And I'm also really busy because we've got autumn season of Salon coming up. So and we're also returning with in-person events so and online events. So we're doing a special event for Book Week Scotland with the Scottish Book Trust, um, which folk can get tickets for now, which is online. And um, our guests for that are Courtney Stoddard, who was on Book Club, amazing performer. Len Penny, who folk might know from her TikTok and Twitter stuff. And Alan Cumming, his new memoir, Baggage. So we're doing a, a special event for that. That's in November. And then 
we're returning with in-person events at the, the London Library and actually Miriam Margulies is going to be joining us and Mohsin Zeddy um, is also joining us um, and that's in December, all things being well. So, um, but the team are busy working on all of that stuff just now and we're doing the event at the Grove Hotel with David Nichols. So our autumn season, we've got a lot going on as well as all our online stuff. But again, that's a brilliant team of folks who work on that with me. And I will be trying to focus on my writing in the autumn and in the spring. That's the, that's my focus. <laughs> One final question for now. I'm giving you access I... to all of time and space. Which oh God, three okay, authors are on. going to come on for your ultimate episode of Book Club? Who are you going to get? Zori Neil Hurston, who wrote Their Eyes Were Watching God, which is an incredible book that paved the way for the likes of, you know, Alice Walker. I just want to sit and listen to her talk about her life, her extraordinary life. Um, and how she keeps being lost and rediscovered and for her to see the world as it is now and tell us what she thinks about it. So we'd have Zora Neil Hurston. Uh, who else would I have? Probably St. Julian of Norwich, one of the first writers who's responsible for the very Instagrammable all shall be well, all manner of things shall be well, kind of anti-stress message, but who lived in a cell on her own in Norwich and who I think... Who just, I mean, the nearest living person to her, I think, is probably Richard Holloway, but I'd just sort of love to bask in her kind of sedate but fiery genius. So she would be great. And then who else? James VI and First of Scotland, I think, would be really interesting. He was obsessed by witches and witchcraft, and he wrote this book called Malleus Maleficarum, The Hammer of the Witches. And he was also widely thought and known to be gay. And I would really love to just sort of sit down at some kind of amazing feast and sit and drink amazing French wine um, that his that his mother Mary Queen of Scots had kept to one side and just sit and like have a kind of big gossip and catch up with him about his obsession with witches and find out about all his love affairs. So those off the top of my head, those are my three those are my three guests. <laughs> well, I'm definitely coming to the recording of that one when I've got my TARDIS built. Yeah, good. You can come. <laughs> I don't know where we'll do it. We might do it at Edinburgh Castle. It's quite easiest for James the But um, yeah, I think I think that sounds good. <laughs> Fantastic. You'd be very welcome. Damien, thank you so much once again for your time. Loved it. And Absolute best of luck with the new run. Me back, Kenny. All right, Kenny, thank That's you very much. Cheers. You can find out more about Damien and his work at www.damienbar.com. That's D-A-M-I-A-N-B-A-R-R.com. And the Big Scottish Book Club continues on BBC Scotland at 10pm each Sunday for the next seven weeks in this eight-episode run. And if you've missed episode one, you can catch up on it on the BBC iPlayer. You can follow Scottish Field on our social media. You can find us on Twitter at www.twitter.com forward slash Scottish Field. We have a Facebook page at www.facebook.com forward slash Scottish Field. Or you can see our Instagram page at www.instagram.com forward slash Scottish Field Mag. That's M-A-G at the end. And of course, you can pop by our website www.facebook.com scottishfield.co.uk which contains unique content that you won't find in the print magazine such as a daily property as well as links to purchase the magazine online in physical and digital formats. That's all we've got time for in this episode and we'll be back next week when one of my colleagues will join me as we discuss in depth our December issue. 
Until then, be seeing you.